1: For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDSE.
0: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's Alliance right there. It's a beautiful song those boys play. And girls. Alliance, the res band that uh, has taken over for five and a half months now. They've they've been on the tip of our tongue. Still not tired of it. I don't know if you've got this in the Brady Report, but I was reading the New York Post. You know, like I do. This is the most horrific thing I've ever read in my life. This uh, Brazilian doctor was delivering a baby. And evidently he's got a special mechanism or... System that he uses to kind of push on the belly to help the baby come out. And the baby's head started to come out. And he grabbed the head and he ripped it off. Oh. <laughs> a, little too, a, little a little too hard. Little too well, or the baby may have been a little too fragile, not quite finished yet. So, you know, kind of like busting into a creme brulee too fast. It can collapse. Uh, it was uh, May 1st at Hos- Hospital das Clinicas. The UFMG, Santa Ephigenia and uh, uh, down there in Brazil, and this lady is a 33-year-old mother of a nine-year-old and was pregnant and hospitalized on April 28th. Her labor was induced shortly before the unidentified obstetrician called the father in and said, you need to watch this. It's a, the beauty of birth. Oh, He's like, sure, it's great. Uh, and he see the birth closely and the doctor was uh, put a little pressure on her belly and tried to make the baby move a little faster. And then reached down and said, here it is. And ripped the baby's head off. Uh, (laughs) uh, Now, the hospital said, well, this isn't our fault. This is the fun of it all. Said, we'll pay for the burial and stuff like that since this went so south. But uh, you can't prove that baby was alive. Well, evidently, on the videotape, the filming, the baby was blinking and uh, moving its eyes and like mouth and stuff. Before, you know, the doctor did the uh, (laughs) the pop-off. It's made headlines across Brazil. And they've made complaints to the police saying it's a murder now. The social worker said the facility just, the only responsibility is burial costs. And if they agree to sign a waiver, uh, we we had an autopsy. That baby didn't last very long. So it's not like it was alive to begin with. The family's lawyer is like, no, we're going to get millions for this one. Uh, It's not been uh, made public on who's going to get what. Or what they're shooting for, but the baby's body was expected to be released to the family on uh, like last Monday, a couple days ago. Can you imagine my, friend, no, I my can't. friend's my uh, friend's <laughs> first birth, like his his first daughter? He's the doctor's like, come on in, this will be fun, and he's like, he didn't know what to expect, right? You don't know what a birth looks like, and he said, all of a sudden, pss, 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 like a rainbird, blood shooting out of the honey hole half a heads out, they got salad tongs on her, and he's like, I started almost pass out, I didn't know what to do doctor grabs him, like a, like it's WWE by the chest kind of lifts him up, you need to get out of here and he said, he's, the last thing I said was so much blood it it's just pouring out of her there was a, something going wrong, they had to move her into another room, and so the next kid you know, you can imagine, it's like you're Vietnam the next kid, they're like, you want to be in the room for the birth and he just ran, he's like, no get me away from that after seeing that, I would start listening to KDKB religiously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> i oh, full <laughs> gay. I have a vasectomy. I'd still be worried about a potential <laughs> swimmer getting loose and making somebody pregnant and then watching that baby's head get torn off in the hospital. You guys are missing out on that. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> The no fear of way. things no. that could go wrong. No, no, missing no. out. I mean, you I hear know, about you during the recitals? recitals. I mean, you know what? You might be right, Brady, because the way I feel about children, <laughs> if it got to the point where the thing was coming out and the baby doctor's like, whoops, I ripped its head off, it'd be like, oh, shoot. Does this mean I'm not a dad? Yeah. Start <laughs> getting uh, out cigars. There you go. It was a boy. <laughs> what do you mean it was a boy? Ah, the doctor ripped its head off. There's nothing I can do now. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you mad? I'm like, well, I mean, I barely even knew the kid. It was like <laughs> two seconds. It was a, I mean, sure, I'm sad, but it's like we were reading about the news when somebody dies in a car wreck. I didn't know him. I didn't even have a name yet.
1: Do you want to know if the uh, baby is going to come out? It's gonna, I love jelly beans. Yeah. It's another 3,500 bucks. We can make sure yeah. that doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, they can poke him out.
1: Well, they they test. Rip their heads off. Yeah, and for then, the potential you know, so you guys can make call whether, that's easy. oh, that's a great decision.
0: Look, my decision is, is I wouldn't even pay for the test. If the baby's going to come out, I'd like to have a choice <laughs> in whether or not that's a thing. Yeah, how about that, though? I mean, this, this is a family that actually wanted kids. Like a doll. Whoops. And you know who I feel most sorry for? Besides the baby. The obstetrician. He didn't know that was going to happen. No. It's not like you ripped the kid's head off on purpose. He wasn't making balloon animals with it and just twisted and listen, it. Unless it was his absolute first. He's right. the intern. Oh, Let him give it a whirl. Yeah, you try it today. <laughs> oh, I've never. But okay. Oh, my God. You can pull harder than you think. Uh, there's two of them. Oh, it's twins? No, there's just two pieces. You got any duct tape or Gorilla Glue or something? Oh. Yeah, I can't imagine. I wouldn't go
1: back to work.
0: Oh, I would never live normal again. Oh, to be the obstetrician? Probably not yeah. allowed back in for a while.
1: Well, l- <laughs> let alone I couldn't go back in if something like that happened.
0: Oh, yeah, you'd be. I'm not pulling another one out. You'd be the one people would point and laugh. You're not the obstetrician that pulled that baby's head off. Oh, come on. I delivered 400 of them before I did that. You're the only one I've ever heard of that's done that. And then I started to wonder this had to have happened before, especially back in the olden times when they didn't really have any idea of how hard to pull or. And that was the heads would pop off. And probably just a normal thing in the 1800s to be like, well, sometimes their heads come off. Uh, when you start to pull because it looks stuck. So he had the old school Brazilian method of pushing on her belly, and it'll start squeezing out like gas. Like toothpaste. Yeah. And then the baby's head started to go out, and he's like, I got her from here. And then, ooh, mama was tight, because those shoulders weren't, they were too broad.
1: The whole time, a year later, his friends will be over at New Year's celebration. Hey, pop the cork <laughs> for us.
0: Oh, yeah, and Rodrigo hates that noise because it reminds him of the time he was uh, almost a dad. (laughs) What do you mean? Oh, you know. Stop it. No more champagne. And then his wife can't even go, hey, can I give you some head? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That would be terrible. And then they have the nerve. They said, we performed an autopsy. Pretty sure I knew what happened. I don't, that, that's unnecessary. Was it from the yanking? Yeah. Was it from its head being taken off of its body? I'm pretty sure that's what got her. Jeez. Now your kid had uh, Parkinson's. It's weird. Somebody wished it on her. Brady. Brady. I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible story, and you have to laugh because otherwise... You'll dig a hole. and How close were all of us to having our heads lopped off? I was a massive baby. I was a month not late. Not me. Yours didn't, you had a pea head or something? My neck. Come on. Oh, that's true. Well, you can still rip it right off your shoulders. Not mine. I would imagine that would be easier to rip off. <laughs> like there's no real natural it support. Half, it would. I would split at the waist. Yeah, they might was, pull you in half. Like yeah. you just, your little pelvis comes out second. <laughs> Brady came out hands first because there was food on the other side. There's something. There's <laughs> But, yeah, the, uh, my head when was they huge. cut that cord. I had that egg head, though. Like, my mom was so tight that it reshaped my head. I came out looking like a cone head.
1: But it was you didn't have to wear the helmet or anything? They or didn't anything. have them back
0: then. Oh. They, I think they just pushed until it was circular again. I was fat. I came out all cone-headed. It was a month late. They tried to get me to come out earlier, and I just didn't. But there's a good chance, like, they couldn't have pulled my, as pointy as my head was at birth, them trying to pull it would have been like trying to rip a traffic cone out of a of a virgin.
1: You <laughs> came out looking like a, the head of a cassowary bird?
0: Oh, it was, yeah, I had the, it was it was weird. Pictures of me as a baby, like, there isn't an ounce of truth to anyone who ever said to my parents, oh, he's adorable. I'm one of the ugliest babies you have ever See, I think all babies are. I don't think there is. They all look cute, the same. There's an occasional one where you're like, hey, that one's not so awful. It's got, but ooh, I'm, I'm ooh. no, no, I mean, they're all awful. Oh, but I okay. mean, you know what I mean? Not that awful. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are terrible looking. Most of them are just weird and ugly and look like you shrunk an old first man. First come out purple. Oh, oh, that. The first come out part. There's nothing attractive about that at all to anybody but the parents. But those pictures that you get, it's their baby. I'm like, ugh. Yuck. Babies are not puppies. Puppies are cute. Babies are not cute. Very weird. And that one-headed popped it right off. That doctor's ripping baby heads off. Brutal. All right. So, Brady, you can wish uh, that somebody in history had their heads ripped off at birth instead, and you can assign it to them. You can take this baby and fix it, and then assign a good head ripping off to somebody. Get rid of them for good. Who would it be?
1: Uh, it can't the, be Hitler and it can't be Kim Jong-un. No, the, uh, the baby wipe guy, the guy that wanted, it, what's his name, Junior, who what? was
0: getting his uh, diapers fixed. Paul Monchaka, Jr. Jr. Jr.? You would have his head ripped off at birth rather than continue to yeah. live his life yeah. and give this baby back its head. Yeah. Paul Chaka Jr. is pretty nice. His dad's listening, so he heard you say that.
1: He'd probably agree with me.
0: <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. and hey, Jimmy Buffett's still high on that list. If we could just eliminate him forever and then magically sew that baby's head back on. But, yeah, I feel really bad for the obstetrician because I don't think they intentionally try to rip baby heads off. I think they get into that because they care. That baby might have been a little fragile. And who's to say that baby was all done?
1: If he's listening, uh, so be it the, the dude that abducted the girl, Scottsdale. Oh, yeah, that guy's... The, there the, you the, go. Yeah, there's a good, good one. call. Now
0: you're starting to play the game. You want people's heads ripped off. Brady likes immediate death. He doesn't like Parkinson's. He wants. He doesn't want a disease on somebody. He wants their heads... Get it out of the way quick. <laughs> off. You're like a French guillotine owner. I like that. <laughs> I like that. And that's better. But anyway, yeah. I mean, something like, you know, I opened up a, a thing of golf clubs that were delivered to my house and one of the heads had a crack in it. So sometimes, you know, it's probably the, true with humans too. The guy
1: who put the head of the golf club on,
0: yeah, you park park it. accidentally. Oh yeah, well, I, I, I did kind of wish. And you dumb mother, <laughs> hope you die in a crash and fire. Park it's park. Yeah, fiery death, crash. <laughs> I can't golf for a little bit, but the, uh, uh, you know, sometimes I'm sure human beings come out that way too, where their heads are a little bit unfinished or something happened along delivery that made it so they had wobbly neck.
1: You got that. San Andreas Fault on the top of the
0: head. Oh, there's all sorts of stuff not done yet. And maybe their neck just hadn't developed to a good strength. Maybe they had pot sticker skin on their neck, and they weren't ready for a yanking, but time was up. They were getting evicted from that spot, and they had to go. it. It was like, you know, the womb was like the zone. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here, and started pushing out an undone one. It's like taking a cake out of the oven too soon. It's still milky. You can't go cutting into it. Cookies, you can't eat them right away out of the oven. They just fall apart. It's amazing what they can do with the, the premies now. I mean, like tiny. Oh, sure, but you can't go pulling on them. And if you assume it's not a preemie, it's the same as cookies. That's actually a great analogy. It you is. Pull cookies out and put them up. you got to cool them. You can't go picking them up. They just crumble in your hands. Maybe that's true of some babies. Yuck. It is horrifying, though, to think of the baby ripping off. And another reason why men should never be in the delivery room <laughs> filming that stuff. jeez I don't get that. Like, like you're going to watch it again. Ever?
1: Again, mine looked like uh, what a lot of the stalls looked like at the Kentucky Derby this last weekend. <laughs> they tented Ronnie up. Oh, yeah. She was under
0: a thing because it was the C-section. Yeah. Yes, something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness podcast at 98kupd.com.
1: Families have a lot going on.
0: Holmberg's morning sickness. this one said maybe it's me john but uh back when i was in kindergarten years and years ago i learned a song in the summertime you pick a blooming dandelion you put your thumb underneath the blossom and then in a sing-song man you say mama had a baby and its head popped off <laughs> and the word head that flower uh, does the thing the flower flies off the top and you're just left with a stem that had to come he said i learned about this in 73 so song doesn't happen like that unless there's a history of babies' heads being yanked off it's like a ring around the rosy is about the, the plague. plague yeah so mama had a baby and the head popped off that had to be a common problem find that out yeah i bet you that's true great great tie back listener because i did that when i lived in indiana with the dandelions mama had a baby and his head popped off and then we'd all laugh I bet you that was a 1600s, 1700s problem, maybe even 18, early 1900s, where babies' heads just fell off a lot. <laughs> Horrible. Shouldn't be happening today, that's for sure. It's all the modern technology. You'd think that would. <laughs> People won't stop. Ah, by the way, John, just real quick, I'd give Parkinson's to my ex-wife's new husband. Not her. The guy she's with, just so she has to watch him shake for the rest of her life. <laughs> <laughs> you give some nice guy to Parkinson's to punish her for picking him over you. Because deep down, all well, Because he wanted to win the the divorce. If she left him for a lifetime with another guy, and then you give him a thing, she's going to look at her ex and go, "He, you know, now I don't have to care for him. Like now she's just a caretaker. And he's out running around, you know, traveling and stuff. Her uh, life her becomes... Out of sight, out of mind. Her life becomes... Her life becomes like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't care that much about... Yeah. If it's your ex... Don't I'm, care. I'm never, I'll probably never talk to you again. Right. There's no reason for us to be pals. At all. Ever. Uh, but what are you going to do? But the baby with the head popping off thing. And maybe it's for the best, the baby's head's popping off. Maybe we shouldn't have childbirth anymore because I saw yesterday a new thing that's taking hold called... Childhood or infant autonomy. There's a news story about how parents, uh, these people who live, they, they live in England, but they've started this and it's kind of catching on in certain spots. Matt and Adelaide Allen have decided to give their kids Ulysses, Ostera, and Kai childhood autonomy, which means if they don't want to read and write, they don't gotta. They don't want to wake up in the morning, they don't gotta. There's no bedtime there's no wake-up time. There's no chores around the house. They just, you know, run rogue, and if they feel like learning to read, they'll do it on their own. And they're, and uh, some people are saying that's really mean, but the kids are, you know, they're saying it's a new parenting style called childhood autonomy. And it gives their kids a strong sense of self-identity that they get to choose and do whatever they want, whenever they want, if they want to do it at all. The first kid didn't learn to read till it was 10. And mainly doesn't have to go to school. Because they're just doing it at home. What, they've, they've anti-schooled their kids. So childhood autonomy, basically, is like I got the mom breastfed them until the kid didn't want to be breastfed anymore. Jesus. Four, four and a half, five. She's got something latched to that disgusting can Remember hers.
1: that BBC show?
0: Yeah, that 13-year-old that yeah, was latched still on.
1: latching on. They're watching TV. Yeah. He's
0: standing like, up. Yeah, he could stand next to her and <laughs> take some out of the Clamp tap. on. Mummy, I want some bitty. There it is watching Benny Hill that's good mummy milkies <laughs> you're dry mummy run around the block or something get all fired up want some more milkies when you go to the store to buy the kid a gallon of milk now you get it right out of the you take it right from the source but childhood autonomy is now something that psychiatrists say it's very healthy I'm like oh no it's not one thing I know about kids not good decision makers the reason we got laws on when they can start doing stuff legally and if you start giving them the right to not read and write, oh, for crying out loud, Till they want to, the future is so dim. If they learn Saint Dr. The, Lin, Yeah, is, I mean, St. Dr. Wow. Lynn, statues, yes. there isn't enough we can do for the man who created vasectomies. You know who else we should start thanking a lot more of? Those Planned Parenthood folks. And I don't know how don't you're know. still against yeah. abortion in a world that is like uh, embracing childhood autonomy. You imagine ever going to somebody's house and saying, "Hey, kid, put that down." Oh no, 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 no! He can do whatever he wants. He's got autonomy. He's sovereign as Not a human. my house. Not here, he doesn't. He's about to get kicked in the little teeth. <laughs> oh, we don't discipline him or ever tell him he's doing anything wrong. He he makes choices. One of the choices he's about to make is get his ass kicked by somebody who doesn't like him. So yeah, five across the mile. He's about to learn reality that his choices sometime affect other people. He's going to catch a knee. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not a real fan of the way things are, are going when it comes to that. Kids shouldn't have decisions until they're at least 15, and up to that point, it's like maybe you'll how let many them people work have caught onto this new? Uh, well, I don't know what the numbers are. Yeah, but the fact it's a You're news saying, story. I've, yeah, and the fact well, that it's well, look, trust me, this is the it's thing a good that clicker. I this is the th- I used to say stupid stuff like that when Thomas would say, you know they're, they, they, they're gonna indoctrinate your kids into believing their country's terrible. Like, oh, you're nuts. That'll never happen. No, they lead them down a path where they don't have any confidence and they end up on drugs. And her- You're going to have a heroin problem in America. This was in 2003. Huge. I'm watching it happen again. Happen in Scotland, going to happen here. They're indoctrinating your kids into be not to believe something, but to not believe in anything. Like, you're out of your mind. You'll see. They'll start giving them rights. They're all about getting their sexuality changed. I used to, I listen to him daily. Every time I talk to Thomas, they, they're after your children. They're always after the children. They're the ones that can change everything. And the 20 year plan. And I'm like, you're nuts. So I don't say that anymore. It's like, ah, how many people are actually doing that? When I see stories like this now, I'm like, uh-oh, it's a plan. Childhood autonomy is a thing now. And people have to stand up to it before they, I poo pooed that whole deal. He's like, they get, Thomas Wells was so ahead of the game telling me about how gender identity is going to be a problem here. Early 2000s. Oh, they'll make it so they don't even know if they're girls or boys. They'll make it so everyone's gay. <laughs> like, you're, you're crazy. Everyone loves gay. No one knows what their sex is. It's all fair game and it's all about sex. Yeah, hit your ball, you lunatic. And now I want to go back in the time machine and go tell me more. Tell me more. He couldn't be more. Yeah, he couldn't have been more right. You'll see. And it's all to get us to debate and yell while the kids think we're all crazy. Divide. And that little accent of his, I'm like, hey, you left Scotland for a reason. There's no smart people in Scotland. He saw it. He ran away from it and it started to happen here. He's right. So childhood autonomy, yeah, we can sit back now and say, ah, how many people are actually using that? Not many, but it caught the attention of You'll one news source, and then I just want to stop it before it becomes a thing. Kids can't make decisions. New law. You should be for- I think you are forced to make your kids go to school, aren't you? There's a part of
1: uh, even when kids are uh, given a choice to make a decision, they don't make a decision.
0: But when That's they do, what I run it's into almost always stupid. Right, but you're talking about like Kirby's 14. Yeah. She's and she's a woman. They're indecisive by nature. Women should like there's a lot of them that shouldn't be making choices anyway. Like a lot of that. Like, you know, you see them doing stuff and you're like, Jesus is gonna take forever. Just pick something. I don't know. What do you want to do? Well, for Christ's sake. We're going to Phoenix City Grill. Well, we had that yesterday. Then you Damn pick one then pick one. I gave you three options, you pick. All right. The genuine. Nope. No my god. Story of my life. It's every guy. Yeah. Nobody's unique. Now imagine you're in a car and Ulysses, the 12-year-old, is back there going, I've given you people three decisions. Now you choose. All right, Ulysses. How about we go to aftermath? Nope. All right, Ulysses. Are you going to make a choice or not? I don't have to. I have childhood autonomy. Oh, I'm going to punch <laughs> you in the face, you little autonomous prick. Parkinson's, <laughs> Parkinson's, Parkinson's. Parkinson. Yeah, I wish Parkinson's on people who are embracing childhood autonomy. <laughs> I hope you shake your baby. about that one, Brady? You agree with that? <laughs> yeah, can you give me that? Sure. All <laughs> yeah, right. you're just saying no. yes. You don't believe this. <laughs> you're like DeAndre. You got no heart. There's nothing behind just that. give me a mango. There's nothing behind that at all. There's no There's no anger or spirit involved in that. Sure, sure whatever. Mango and a PlayStation you controller. You don't want to play the game either, just like D.A. I'm going to see a little fire in that belly. You're handing out the Parkinson's. What the? No, nah, you don't have it. <laughs> You're going to bench him. Get somebody in here who knows how to hand Parkinson's to folks with a little little gravitas. But yeah, I don't want that. So right now, again, perfect opportunity for this you scary. To, to take the morning sickness challenge uh, and reach over and give your kid a whack. Even if it's done nothing wrong. And I know moms are all dressed like your baby. We look exactly like you. We're friends. Reach over and give your friend a hit. Mom, why? Because I'm your mother. It's time you, time you learned the lesson. Like, You got to eat every once in a while from an adult. You don't have any rights.
1: The scary thing is, if it does kick in, it will will for some people. It's Kirby. Because she's past that age. Now there's so much pressure if she ever has kids. Oh, yeah, she uh, has
0: kids. Yeah, the autonomous, uh, androgynous children that will be coming up. Yeah. Look, they do. They like they teach your kids. Like when you're confused, it's probably because you hate your genitals. Like nah, I was confused when I was a teenager. You gave me 15 options of why I might have picked one. It's like WebMD. That whole gender identity thing is WebMD to kids who are like, man, I just don't know what's going on in my life. You're full of hormones. They're going all over the place. It's all new to you. And like, I can't get a girl. I think I don't think I'm loved. I don't understand what's happening. Maybe I'm not supposed to be a boy. That's what I've been reading. I didn't know what it was. I knew it wasn't a twink. That was the only other option. Like, I don't think I'm I'm certain I don't want to blow that Jesse kid. I still like girls. I'll just beat off until this thing falls off. (laughs) I'll just grab Dad's Playboy. I've never done, I don't have, the one thing I don't have courage for, and I have to wait for my dad to be on his deathbed, is to go and apologize for wrecking his 25th and 30th anniversary uh, editions of Playboy that I knew where they were, hidden in all of his hunting magazines. And I don't think I was very uh, respectful to the pages. You weren't Candy Loving? Candy Loving was in there. And I, that was 25. Yeah. And I would put it back. And I don't think I dabbed it, or I think sometimes some friendly fire got in there and I think it just folded right back up. Get something, something. Check out Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. But I've never never like told my dad hey I." are you listening to the glory of love while you're doing <laughs> there through? was probably well I probably had some music on just to make sure that <laughs> nobody heard me going, oh gee <laughs> yeah
1: the reason why he, he did not be- anything he probably you know he probably thought it was his
0: yeah and that's the only thing I'm hoping is oh, thought, that, geez, he'd and- be happy yeah he was like you know, like, you know what had- it was worth it he had four no of you them, didn't I would lay him out the full you know three page the centerfold, right. and I would lay them out in a row and I'd just get on the floor and just mash myself into the carpet, staring right at it. And then sometimes stuff would go. onto, And then I'd fold up the magazines and I'd shove them right back where I had them. Good day, lady. Smart, you know, smart enough to leave like a little marker where each one was. Not smart enough to keep the magazine itself clean. I'd, I'd put it back clearly used, but not like in a huge way, but just enough. That next time he opened it, he's like, Did I? I got not think I did this. <laughs> the boy. Yeah, it was messy. So uh, someday when my dad's laying there, and, hey man, you've been a great dad. And he's like, <laughs> <bark> 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 Remember your candy loving playboy? That was my that was my uh, gum I was putting on those pages. Sorry about that. <bark> <laughs> I hope that's the last thing my dad hears. But he would die with a smile on yeah, his face. He would face. die, like, you dick. Like, I want my dad's last words to be, Dick, I know. <laughs> At least you weren't gay. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone, everybody. Beep. Oh, wait, he's back. Asshole. We had one more thing to say. <laughs> I turned your Playboys into a sisu tree, and for that, I'm sorry. <laughs> Otherwise, my childhood was perfect. <laughs> anyway, what are you going to do? At least your baby's head didn't pop off. Look at your kid today and say you don't have autonomy. You have no decision-making skills. Maybe every once in a while i will let you pick where you want to eat, but even then, yeah, you never pay for anything. So pretty much, it's a suggestion. It's, a, it's an idea. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have the right to touch the radio. That was out. I listened to what my dad listened to. Uh, he'd say, "You, you hungry?" I'm like sure, and then he'd pick where we're going to eat, and I'd adapt. I never got the Where do you want to go? I don't have any ideas. My dad would say, you want a pizza? I'd be like, nope. Well, I'm getting one. Oh. <laughs> guess I am, too. I guess I'm going to eat some of that. That's how it worked. Autonomy? Oh. If you give me autonomy with Dan Holmberg, I'd have been bounced off every wall in the house every day. That's me. Terribly dumb decisions. My dad would kind of be watching TV or something. I grabbed the remote. You pay the goddamn bills in here? <laughs> oh, you were immediately no. reminded that you don't get TV. I was the remote, Brett. <laughs> I stood by See? the TV with my hand on the dial, turn it, turn it, turn it, there, stop, back.
1: And for us, it was, you know, when you had the chance to go out to eat, you made the decision. It was easy, anywhere, yeah. because uh, most of the time, it wasn't really, you know, you did it maybe once a week. Mom was yeah, cooking the majority yeah. of the time. So you're going out, you're like... Even more. Where like, are we going? I don't care. We're yeah, going out. We're going it's out, I out don't want peas and meatloaf. But think about like that. that, you know?
0: <laughs> like, uh... Mom was cooking. You didn't have a say in that either, right? Food That's just why showed up. Yeah. Was so childhood a treat. autonomy. I don't understand that at all. I didn't have that. Like my mom would cook something. I'd be like, "What do we eat?" Like my my dad's famous line every day: the door would open, come in, you'd hear, "Hi hey guys, What's for supper." <laughs> that was his first line. He didn't know. Like they didn't know. And she'd have to come up with a menu every day. That sucks too. But we were never consulted.
1: What do you kids want tonight? Do you want to?
0: We're going out. Pizza. Usually is what it was. I was fine with pizza. And if it was nice, we weren't going. Oh, yeah. Me and that sister of mine, we weren't going. Hopkins texted me the other day, and he goes, it's your sister. Uh, what's her name? And I told him, and he goes, oh. I'm like, why? Are you talking to somebody who nailed her in high school or something? Pretty high probability there. <laughs> and then he just texts back, ha, 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 question mark? thank <laughs> like, here you are. More than likely, that's what happened. I hooked up with him. Yeah, that's it. Well, probably. That sister uh, of mine and the I. The house is in Maryville, huh? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sister of mine and I uh, weren't allowed to go to the good places. Your mother and I are going out to eat. Where? And they'd name something awesome. We'd be like, oh, Here. Tortilla shells and butter. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? Don't use the microwave or the oven. Oh, just bread and butter? Yes. But it's with a Mexican flair. <laughs> You're having Mexican tonight. Oh. (laughs) Your sister was. (laughs) Well, my sister had Mexican an awful lot. (laughs) Anyway, so childhood autonomy, that's the next thing we got to keep our eyes on. Because if that catches a little, you know, viral nonsense. Trouble. You'll see it. You'll see moms that think that's a good idea. Because guess what? It means you never have to be mad at them. No bedtime, no wake-up time, no school. They can read when they want. It sounds great if you're nine. You're just creating a little asshole. Boy, I hate most of your kids. But I will hate the autonomous. I hate the people who have tiny houses that bring kids into them because they always do that. We're going to school them in the ways of nature. I go, I hope they drown in a lake or a stream. I watched that one where they restored a school bus into a house for five people. I'm like, where are these kids? Like, they're little now. It works, but they're all going to get bigger. And you're living a We just gonna to drive them around in the school bus, and we can live in the house and find nature. Yeah, oh, man. A couple of those are going to find tree branches. and Talk learn. about
1: odds. Oh, there's going
0: to be two suicides.
1: One friend that converted an RV, he and the family and three kids went <laughs> on the road for the year.
0: How many She's of them came so- back?
1: Uh, They all came back, but they're... They're on their own now. Yeah,
0: exactly. They're, like there's the divorce. Yeah. There was the parents had to pick you had to pick which one was more stable. <laughs> Nobody survives the tiny they house. They scattered like the yeah. seasons. No family survives the, the tiny house living drive around. Nope. That seems like a good I'd love to have that tiny house show revisit all the people that put that 600 square foot monstrosity on their parents' backyard and how quickly they burn that thing down for insurance. Remember when Toledo said he would like to do it? I'm like, yeah, cause you're the king of cruddy decisions. It's like, that's it. At the time, he had like a 200 credit score. And now he's straightened himself up. Toledo's a decent human being now. He wanted to live in a tiny house for a little bit with kids. And I'm like, that's, it's going to, you're going to end in murder. You have a tiny house. Not on purpose. That's the opposite no, of the goal. Ooh. Imagine that guy in a tiny house. There'd be dead people with Two boys. And- Oh, man. And then his own re- realization is like, oh, my God, these teenagers are never not in my sight. There's not enough space. And there's a loft. I can watch them sleep. I want to watch those two tugging away while I quietly bang their mother in my loft. Doors, windows, distance. That's the key. That's the key to happiness. Childhood autonomy. Uh, it's 721. Good luck with your kids, Ulysses. I knew you were in trouble when you named your kid Ulysses anyway. <laughs> I hope he makes a decision to rob a liquor store when he's 13 and gets thrown in jail for years. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Well, if you want to ride away from uh, children, and there's no yeah. better place to get a bike than at Action yeah. Ride Shop. Get them a bike. That's right. And no helmet. That's right. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. They're going to give you all the details about uh, how to get out on the trails. And maybe if the trail isn't your thing, you just want to ride around town. They got bikes for all styles of riding, and they're going to get you going the right way. ActionRideShop.com. Check them out on all the socials as well. Uh, on the list, we got uh, Scars on Broadway, Avenge Sevenfold, Eddie Money. Deftones, nothing more, Metallica, Uh-oh. Amity Affliction, Avatar. But uh, we were talking about it earlier. <laughs> it. We were talking about it earlier. uh Terror's going to be at the Nile tonight, so I was thinking we'll oh, do a little, little, a little terror, terror stick-tight. All right, I'm getting uh, breaking news that Uh-oh. somebody just bounced off an overpass onto the 60. Decided to muck up traffic with their sadness. On the 60? That's what I'm saying.
1: They have been working on it. Maybe they just couldn't take it anymore.
0: I <laughs> was one of the workers or just somebody's just tired of the road. Yeah. Yeah. I got two people that said, uh oh. Yeah. I don't know if I would well, keep your eyes on that, but 60 in Gilbert area evidently is just a complete halt. I got two or three people emailing me right now saying, What happened? One guy just emailed and said, Somebody jumped. Oh, I just told people to go to action on Gilbert. Yeah, well, not right now. Wait, not a... wait it out. Wait until they get all the, <laughs> <laughs> they mop up all the parts. Get the cars out of the way. And if you had a bike, you'd go right through that. Absolutely. That's, you don't need the freeway then. That's right. You can ride sidewalks around all the, the leapers. Get yourself a new e-bike. Yeah. <laughs> Evidently, somebody took the uh, son's loss a little too hard last night. And put themselves on the 60. Again, I have very little empathy for anybody whose suicide blocks traffic. I, I struggle feeling bad for you. You've, you've made it tougher on everyone else. Your, your life struggles shouldn't be a traffic jam, too. I feel bad that you got to the point with that mental disorder that you felt like you had to end it all. Can't you do that in the privacy of your own home? Why you got to do that on the freeway? In rush hour, especially. If you're going to do it, do it like 3 in the morning. Nobody's going to stop you. Terror would have fixed it. Oh, absolutely. You can't even be upset when this stuff's going on. Whatever you're doing, you're going to do it faster. Terror. Terror. This thing's already 13 years old. Yeah, Stick believe tight. Them. Man, oh, man. All right. It's terror, everybody. It's two and a half minutes of just pure noise and adrenaline. And they're here tonight at the Nile in Mesa, which you're not going to be able to get to because of the investigation. But still. I'm going to ride my bike there. Yeah, just ride bicycles to the <laughs> Nile. Yeah, it's right off Main Street and like, Third or something like that, like I I yeah. Yeah, around I center and all yeah. that. Uh, head on down to the Nile. Good place to see a show, especially one as loud as this. Terror, everybody. It's Concert Psyching Rock for tonight, and it's your wake up song right now. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet mesquite,